0: Welcome to Wolf Den's Dogs in the Den, your weekly insight into the fastest sport on four legs. I am R.I. This is my partner in crime, JC. We are ready to rock and roll. Huge week of greyhound racing has just gone past. Mm. Obviously, the, the big feature was Saturday night at the Meadows, and we're going to spend a lot of time and attention on that particular meeting. Why don't we get straight into it? And before we do that, we'll just give you a quick rundown of where we're going today. So we're going to start with the Tem Lee um, which is a bit of a prelude to the Australian Cup. We'll have a look at that, see what happened there. Then we'll move on to the Zoom Top, which is the staying race and a bit of a prelude to the Fanta Bale, which is on in a couple of weeks' time. There was a lot of heats of the Australian Cup um, to get to gain a path into the semis and ultimately the finals. So we'll have a look at that and look at some of the standout runs. Have a little bit of a chat about what's happening in the semi-finals this Saturday night. And then we're going to look ahead to the, uh, let's call it the finals night, when uh, which is basically just just under two weeks away when we've got the Fanta Bale heats. Uh, Sorry, the the Fanta Bale and the Rookie Rebel um, and also the Australian Cup. We'll finish off with your set of tips and we'll be good to go. No guests this week, but we'll get a guest in next week. We thought that we could easily run it ourselves this week. We've had some great insight from guests in the last couple of weeks and um, we will certainly get... Some guests back. How are you after all that talking from Eddie?
1: Very well, Rich. Um, I guess we're just reviewing a lot this week with the fields not out yet for the uh, semifinal night. So uh, a lot of videos to go over um, and a lot of dogs to, to watch with their brilliant runs. It was a great night of racing at the Meadows on Saturday.
0: Yeah, fast times, right?
1: Yeah, across the card, very quick, Jason watching, Adams mentioned.
0: Yeah, in the morning line, Jason Adams said that they ran... The average time is twenty nine eight, so yep. that's that's extremely quick, right? Eleven eight over the That's night. as quick as
1: you can go, pretty much. Yeah. All, as he mentioned, he mentioned uh, that was one of the, or what he thought to be the fastest across the entire meeting. So, um, if you're breaking thirty, you're going good there. Um, obviously, at that top level, twenty nine sixty seven is flying. So, yeah. Corey's dog actually won the first race, which yeah. he he mentioned last week. Um, I think went like twenty nine fifty eight. So it's an absolute freak. Um, be very hard to beat wherever it goes next, I assume. Yeah, unreal. All
0: right, let's get straight into it. So let's start by watching the Tem Lee. Yep. so We're watching explicit Box 6 Explicit. Street, really, really explicit quick, interesting, exciting dog. Take it away, Jace.
1: Yeah, well, he was to some degree unproven at the top level. Um, and I think just due to the, um, the market expectation around him, he started favourite in this race, whereas a lot of these dogs have already won big group races. And he was absolutely explosive from the start, produced a five-second um, first sectional. Uh, that's his eighth straight win, Rich. Um, mm-hmm. and just a typical Explicit preparation for the Thompson Kennel runners. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of them like to, I guess, or he like, Jason likes to start them in 450 races around the provincial tracks to keep them nice and fresh mm-hmm. in the aim that when they get to these big group races that they can ping out of the boxes, and that's exactly what Explicit did, and, and he run the Quinella with um, Alpha Zulu also. So right. great training performance. And the other thing I want to note quickly is, there's was a bit of a hold up at the boxers um, before that race and a lot of the trainers and handlers were just staying very put with their dogs, whereas um, Jason Thompson's children, Holly and Luke, they were walking the dogs around and it might count for nothing, but considering seven one hundredths of a second is a length um, and how inches can p- play a massive part in this sport, I uh, just thought it was interesting that they both absolutely flew the lids. Yeah.
0: So. Do so you think keeping them moving might help that? Well, it
1: keeps them warm. Yeah. Um, the other dogs were sort of just stand there for a minute and I just, I just noticed that whether it means nothing or or everything, that 1% could be the, the difference between winning a Group 1 race like yeah. that and, and losing it.
0: And that was his first Group 1 win, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah he's probably the most bomb-proof dog I've seen in the last 12 months. So well, um, it's going to be hard to see him losing from here on in if he stays injury-free.
0: Yeah, so we'll unpack the Australian Cup a bit more later on when we have a look at more at the heats and we'll have a look at the futures market. Let's roll straight into the Zoom top. And talk. you are saying that Explicit might be the best dog over that distance. Well, I think everyone agrees that Val Policella is the best staying dog at the moment in Australia. Yeah,
1: well, she's just winning feature race after feature race now. She's won in Queensland. She's won in New South Wales. She's won in Victoria. Yeah, she is an absolute ripper. The one thing I've noticed with her is she's stepped a lot better out of the boxes in both Victoria and New South Wales recently. And once she got... Well, once she got up front, it was game, set, match. Uh, Zohar Vale finished off well here for second. And a dog that just enters the screen there, Palawa King in box four, the blue rug, um, runs up the heels of Leonard Jinx there, the South Australian runner. Wow, that was some run, Rich. Jeez, look at him come late now. Um, one for the thrill seekers, a bit of a Kanye West flashing light. Um, but, yeah, all um, glory goes to Val Policella. Terrific job from Tony Zamet. Uh, he mentioned going into that race that they were going to give her a little break after that, mm. um, and I guess it would be very difficult to do so after she won in that manner, but he stuck true to his word. She is not going um, ahead to the about, which mm. we'll touch base on later. Um, I expect to probably see her back either for the Group 1 Association Cup at Weny Park over mm-hmm. the 7.20 in April or mm-hmm. – In May, they've got the uh, GNSW richest stain race across the world, 7.15 at the gardens for half a million dollars. So I think she'll go that way Mm -hmm. um, because she's already got that group one win, multiple group one winner now. Um, I think the the 500 and the kitty sounds good. Yeah. Very nice.
0: And just touching on that, so what are the differences between how long dogs spell for as opposed to
1: horses? Or is it sort of similar? It's it's rare for a dog to spell mm-hmm. without an injury. I think most people watching this would also think the same. I just don't think he wants to overload um her since she's been tra- the travel is probably the biggest aspect, more so than the running. Um majority of dogs are very poor travelers. There's very few dogs that can actually go to the next level. And um obviously her times at Albion Park are absolutely um, enormous, but she just seems to go to a next level when she goes into state. And I think that's just I've listened to her owner Sandra Bacini, mention her temperament. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a couch potato, very um, quiet, and yeah, she's got a great temperament. She's able to travel. Um, I think we'll see her back in two months.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, let's keep rolling. Let's go back to the Australian Cup, and we're going to look at there was eight heats on the night, and we've picked out the three heats that you liked the most. Um, let's start with Tim Zhu, who was some say was unlucky not to be in the Tem lead. Racing. Tim Zoo so here he is jumping goes, from box three. From Talk here to here us. Yeah, he had a very good map
1: on this occasion. Um, through, um, the two dogs cut back Aston to the rails, to obviously, out. there. And Tim the Tim one Zou dog has a lot of speed. Went that low top 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 five seconds to the first post. Once he got here, he was going to be extremely hard to hold out. He hasn't gone extremely quick overall. Hasn't gone as quick as some of the other heats we'll touch base on. But I just think with his star quality... I think the more races he gets over the 500 metres, he's been pretty much kept towards the 450 around the um, one-turn tracks in Victoria. I think with that experience and that run under his belt, he'll just get better for the heats. But it's very imperative that he draws a low box um, in the semifinals. If he draws out wide, he's got no hope the way he's beginning. Okay,
0: interesting. All right, let's keep rolling. We're going to go to Hector Forley from box five in another one of the heats.
1: Speaking to our producer before the okay, race, there was a, a, a dominant drift against Hector before and, um, and Hector he didn't begin great the there, but the one thing, the thing I've noticed with him, he's beginning stirred. a lot better um, recently. Just two starts ago, he produced uh, his best first split run. of his entire back career, 5.07. Um, after, after the first turn, once he got to there, it was game, set, match. He wanted to be on him a long way from home. My Magic Man... Starting to, to get a little Hick bit stronger Hick over the 500, man but gets reeled in here by Hector Foley and Rev Rose. Rose. Um, yeah, he can Hick. run as fast as any dog in Australia. It's just those box manners um, that, are, that could potentially be against him in the semifinal. And another one where a low draw is imperative. He mm-hmm. most likely won't get as close as he was in that race to the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to have to draw one, two, three, and hope to get a bit of luck throughout first turn and, and charge home.
0: Awesome. All right, let's keep rolling. We added Kane Bales Win, jumping out of box four.
1: Yeah, very similar to Hector well, Fawley, uh, a Buddy dog that's Manelli's in terrific form. He's won gone, his last five races, four of those being over the Kane 600 metres. Terrific job to step back to the Hustle 500 metres. And he produced his best first break sectional break here too, which is, to um, I guess, a bit of a example. pearl. I don't really like dogs stepping back in distance because they seem to be flat early. But he's done a complete 180 there, or 360, I guess. And, yeah, once he found the leader, it was all over. Buddy Manelli was terrific in second despite being beating, you know, three four or four lamps there. Adele he's again. run as he's run faster than some of the heat winners. So um, he might be one in the futures markets. That might be a bit over the odds just because he didn't win that heat. But Cain mm. Bale, again, broken record. Very similar to Hector Forley. Needs to draw inside. Um, won't be too competitive if he draws box eight because just don't see how he's got to get around that first turn in one piece.
0: Yeah, cool. So let's move forward. So this Saturday night we're going to have the semifinals of the Australian Cup. So there's going to be four races and the top two dogs from each race go through and then the fastest two second, uh, sorry, fastest two third place getters go through as a reserves. Mm. Um, and then we'll, we'll have our final field and of course the, the box draw is super important. Did you see any, anything interesting of note in the semi-finals this week?
1: Well, very important you mentioned those reserves because a few of the races we have already covered um, in Dogs in the Den, there has been a, a reserve that's got entry like Mrs Avenger in the Zoom top. Uh, I think from the heats, obviously those three, um, if they draw the right boxes, they're probably not Tim Zo, I don't think, but Hector Frawley and um Kane Bale both have the engine to potentially get close to explicit, but it's just extremely hard to pot him. Um yeah, he's just he's got that, that first split, that second split. And if you're going twenty nine sixty in the money, there's there's not a dog currently in Australia that can can run you down. Um yeah, he he's the real deal. He's probably as bomb-proof a dog over the 500 metres that I've personally seen since um, She's a Pearl went on a winning foray when she won the Easter egg in the million-dollar chase. So he'll be hard to beat. Um, that heat we watch with Hector Forley, the leader, my magic man. He's about $101 and 26th mm-hmm. place. This is um, for the Australian Cup. Australian Cup, yep. correct, in the futures markets. Uh, he might be worth a, a spec each way just purely because he's a leader and he can carve out those sections. Going to need a lot of luck because if anything's on his backside, he's going to be um, curling up late. Um, but, yeah, he's probably the value, I thought. And also Buddy Minnelli, another dog that runs second to Kane Bale. I just think that might be overlooked, that run. He, he's gone super there. He's just – his little heart broke in the last 50 metres because Kane Bale's got those 600s under his belt. So mm. I think Explicit, unless it, you know, unless something untoward happens in the next fortnight, I just can't really see it losing. Boxes don't matter with him.
0: Well, why don't we bring up the market with Explicit for the Australian Cup? So this is the market to win mm. the Australian Cup, not this Saturday night, but obviously after the semis. The week after so you got explicit there at four dollars mm. interesting it's pretty wide open after that isn't it um you know ten
1: dollars the field after that i think that's just the current landscape of the greyhound game um and before explicit as i wouldn't say he's burst onto the scene everyone's known his ability um just now that he's stepping back up to the 500 meters he's getting all the limelight that he does deserve um all those dogs underneath him they're not hit and miss but if each of them begin on their night and find the arm, they can run as fast as he can. It's just it's just hard to know which one's um, in the mood to, to jump. And I guess they all are in the mood, but it's just just a game of millimetres. Mm. If you're slightly off, or you're slightly drawn tricky, um, you kind of have no hope with some of the dogs that are going around now. So based on that, those
0: horses, uh, those dogs that you can see there, yep. if you had to have a bet, what would you be doing? Explicit. Yeah, I think $4. Yeah,
1: I think realistically – if he goes around the heat and draws well, um, he got to be probably odds on. And then come final time, we just saw on the Lee, which was a hand selected field. In my opinion, probably it will, it will be stronger than the Australian Cup purely because it's you know win or you win or second or you yeah. you know you're not in. Yeah. Um, hand selected fields are generally a lot stronger in quality. You'll probably get a, a few rough results on Saturday night. Yeah, he he might even be if you're backing him on the Saturday and then the following Saturday, you might get you know worse than $4 really. Mm. Um he might start 6 to 4 in a final. Mm. So are you actually going to back him at $4 or Yeah, I think once the production's over, Rich, yeah. I might run to the computer. Might run, run to the out. computer and <laughs> use King's account maybe. He's got a few digits don't in get there. much on. But No. <laughs> don't think he'll realize that there's that much money in there. That's
0: true. <laughs> um all right, let's keep rolling. So let's go to the Fanta Bale so we've got probably going to have four heats this Saturday night. Of course the Fanta Bale's over a bit of distance be the same as the Australian Cup, top yep. two go through and then the two fastest third places. Um, market's a bit more compact there. Talk to us about what you see.
1: Yeah, well, I think the one thing that everyone will see is Val Polichilla isn't in that market. If mm-hmm. she was, she'd definitely be a raging hot favourite. Uh, like Wildfire has been racing predominantly over the 600 metres in New South Wales recently. Um, he's as fast as any dog over the 700 metres when he gets it his own way, mm-hmm. which is a very important um comment because mm-hmm. he doesn't always get it his own way. Um, Palawa King, he'd have to be – I'd have him favourite just off that run. Uh, it's just for a dog to be as fresh as he was, he was uh, I think two months between runs, to make as much ground up as he did with the dogs that were leading, like fide superstars and rock-hard fit 700-metre dogs, that's as big a run as you'll ever see. Um, you know, we were watching um, Peter show Shobini. That run was literally as big as that considering the – the stage it was on. So I'd have him favourite. I think Zulu Blast is probably unders in that market. Um, again, he can run as fast as any of those dogs, but he needs to get his own way. Um, maybe like a Moraine Susie. I'm not sure where she's at now. She, she's a, a very good bitch um, and she doesn't look out of place in the field like that. So I'd say Palawa King for me should be favourite and Zulu Blast uh, probably should be double digits.
0: Awesome. All right, to finish off, let's talk about the Rookie Rebel. So the Rookie Rebel is an invitation race. We have a Rookie Rebel prelude this Saturday night and then the invitation race on Australian Cup night. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? And and it's quite an interesting race, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, over the 600 metres, um, if we pull the market up here, uh, as the first thing you probably notice is the two dogs that um, take most of the market percentage up are Hector Forley and Kane Bale. Uh, the pair are both running in those semifinals, as we mentioned, and if they happen to run top two, they will not be in this race. So mm. I think this market could take... Um, great complexion. I might be looking to have a, uh, an early bet once the box draws come out for Hector Foley and Cain Bale. Just want to see where they're drawn. If in they're the, drawn... in the Australian Cup, series. no, in the Rookie Rebel. Okay. Um, because if Hector Foley and Cain Bale draw low and have a clean map or they look to get a clean run, every other dog in that race has got to become value because um, they're not going to be in the race. Simple as that. So I think for me, the two Tasmanians, Fast Minardi and Raiders Guide, they're both proven in Victoria. They'd have to be two of the fastest dogs coming out of Tasmania, um, especially the last decade. Uh, Raiders Guide did run second to Hector Forley in a Group 1 Hume cup about two months ago. And Father the rear key has won, I think, what's that, six of his last seven, including a Group 3 second in a 100K race in, at Albion Park and just won the Gosford 600-metre race. He's arguably the best 600-metre dog in Australia right now. Um, I think those three, you could probably equally stake them all even now and, and get a result on the night. Outstanding, mate. And – it's time for JC's tips. Didn't go that well last week, but
0: no. you know, you're still doing very well overall and that's <laughs> going to happen. You know. It is but uh, what he got for us today, mate?
1: Yeah, well, when you're down and out, you have got to um, go back to the old, um, to the basics. The basics. Gone to the for the red box, and I've gone for a pink box. Uh-huh. Um, Albion Park race one, number one, Duffman. Uh, he won his first three races at Ipswich, including the richest maiden across Australia, the Vince Curry. Uh, he was rolled as a short price favourite um, in his Albion Park debut last Thursday. He just jumped a bit, averagely, um, and tried to rail hard. Uh, had no luck whatsoever, draws well here. The dog outside him, he's whistling, has good speed, wants to use the track a little bit. think he'll just creep underneath it um, and be very strong late. Won't be a price, but I think he's a bong down living certainty. And Hobart, race two, number eight, Rio, Tokyo, uh, makes his Tasmanian debut. I think he brings superior form lines from WA. Um, no disrespect to the Tasmanians, but the WA short course dogs are the real deal. Um, the dogs he's versed recently, Black Salmon, Refer to Trader, Pat Up Declan. If you're a, a keen viewer of WA Racing, um, you'd know those dogs are as quick as any short course dog over there right now. Draws well in the eight and has the box speed to sweep across. So gone back to basics, Rich. Um, Got to go to the ashtray, dive in, pick up some money, go to my local. Um, just tried to find a, a red box and a pink box dog. Hopefully get 4 or $5 the multi. Bang. And we're back Back, on the road. Back in black. Back in Unreal. black, yeah, correct.
0: Mate, you've been outstanding. I can't wait to be with you here next week after seeing what happened on Saturday night. And then we're going to pump right up for one of the biggest nights in Australian Greyhound racing on the 24th of February at the Meadows. We're definitely going to get a grouse guest to come in and give us that insight that we crave.
1: Yep. That's it, right? That's all. Thank you for right. tuning in once Thank again. Thank for
0: tuning in. Up the den. We'll see you next week. Enjoy this Saturday night. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.